Hello, and welcome again to the Earth and Fire Speaks podcast. My name is Jen Ryan of Jen Who Plays the Gong, and this is my lovely host, Joanne Marguerite Diaz of JoanneMarguerite Today we're going to be covering the magnificent topic of synchronicity, of which we both have experienced a profound amount in our daily lives. And I can personally speak to having left nursing and leading a more heart-centered path that it has just continued to light my way. And how about you, Joanne? Well, synchronicity is something that I definitely focus on in my work now. Um, I would say my whole life, probably for about 20 years, feels entirely informed by mm. synchronicities. And it took me a long time to come to a place where that where I could say that and I could feel comfortable with that because, right. you know, it is like the classic woo-woo thing. Um, but I think there's so much to unpack when you take the subject matter itself kind of and look at it, look at the title, synchronicity, and think, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in preparing for our podcast, I was thinking about how I've read so many different books on it and listened to different speakers, and it seems that it falls into three categories. Um, synchronicities are sort of examined um, as psychology in a way, right, of, of how we're thinking. There is a, a psychologist, Bernard Bateman, I believe his name is. He does a book, has a book called Connecting with Coincidence and I think his own podcast. And so his theories are very, very interesting. He's looking at it through the lens of a therapist. Hmm. Um, so I really, really appreciate his work. Then we also have the spiritual. Um, where I know I've read a lot of different books over the years and even memoirs, if you will, um, always about healing or creating where there can be this synchronicity that is just this cornerstone or this turning point in the story. Um, fascinating stuff. And I would say too that the Tao, it always lends itself right. to like non, non-action and way, 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 letting things come to you. And that's definitely synchronicity. They do. Yeah. And, but that's an interesting question. Do we create them or do they come to us? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you start un- like unpacking the subject, it opens up more questions because it's one of those things that can be so challenging to try to understand. Um, the third way that I've seen it described is as physics. So you're, if you have a synchronicity and it, you're thinking, how could this event object thing occur, right? Right in the moment that I needed it. How did it get there? How did the person who put it there or the way that it, how did this, how did any of this happen? It's so magic. <laughs> and I love that it's centered in physics as well. I well, certainly the theories of trying to understand, um, uh, is there something happening with physics? There must be, right? Everything's sure. animated, everything's moving, everything's energy. Um, so those the theories are, are, yeah, the quantum, definitely quantum is the word I would, would circle back to as well. Interesting stuff. So do you have a story of synchronicity that you want Ooh, to share? <laughs> do I ever? Gosh, there's so many. There's so many. So with sound, it's in my sound path, sound journey. Um, it's completely enlightened by synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Every single element of it, like from every single instrument that I've gotten to becoming a sound practitioner. But I'll just start with this one story of I had um someone had played a hand pan video for me on YouTube and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is an amazing oh, wow. instrument and I need to have this, but it had been three years. 
And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a handpan and I'm going to go to Asheville, which I was already planning on doing. Mm-hmm. And of all places, Asheville is going to have a handpan for sale. <laughs> and so online, <laughs> I found this place online and they had had three handpans on it. And when I got there, there was only one available. And it was just, it's so, she revealed her name to me later as being Camilla. And she is just absolutely Neptunian, aquatic, speaking of Pisces <laughs> queens. Right. She's up there. But, <laughs> and this, there was like this mythological creature man that was the, like the teller at the um, store. And he was, I was, so it's this thousands of dollars. It's an expensive wow, instrument. Right. And I was like, okay. like, And he was like, well, there's one of two things that you can do. You can go home and not spend your money and not know where this will have taken you, or you could invest and see where you end up with it. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of was like, all right, that's good wisdom. And I was walking around and I was attracted to this art under the, this underpass. And as it turns out, there was a tarot card underneath of it and it was the fool. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you're unfamiliar with tarot, the fool it's actually the zero card, and it, it's typically depicted as a man with his eyes closed, his heart puffed out, smiling at the edge of a cliff, arms spread open, just ready for to jump into the fear and into the unknown. And I was like, well, there's my son. I'm going and buying that a handpan. And he was totally right. Like, And it was just under the laying there under the underpass. Yeah. All by itself. I have it in my car now. I, I definitely, Aww. of course, had to keep it. But, yeah, yeah. it was just magical. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, I used to, when I would first have synchronicities, I wouldn't have like anything to show for them. And then I finally got wise. I was like, I'm taking pictures. I'm like, Mm -hmm. we need data. Right? (laughs) We need proof. So I love when you have a physical thing because then you can tell the story around it. And that's so often, you know, important or at least to have a picture around it. But I love that you have the actual card. Yeah. The energy of that can, you can always have that with you. Absolutely. And I feel like that was the beginning of the transition with nursing too. It was kind of like, right. And it was like my first solo road trip. It was just like, there was all these things involved in it, but yes, you're, you're totally right on. Oh, I love it. So then from there, if you could kind of look at, I, I think, I think of synchronicities as, you know, warning, sometimes warning, and then healing. So mm-hmm. in a way, you're healing others with your work, but it's also, also healing you. Sure. Yeah. Cause it's like when that's, when synchronicity happens, it's just like this gift over and over again. And it's like, I can't even believe this is happening, but it's come to the point where it's so regular that right. it's just like, I'm right. so grateful this is still happening. You know, it's, <laughs> we don't want it to go away. We yeah. don't want it to go away, but I don't think it can go away it because can. it's a product of, of the nature in. of interconnectedness and energy um, and love, I would say to me very much about love. So I don't mm. think you can really lose it yes. per se. Um, it's just not, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's like a butterfly leaving a cocoon. It's not mm. like you can go back in and like, you know, forget that that, that being a butterfly ever happens. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Although I'm always amazed though. I have seen, People have synchronicities and, you know, of course there's always kind of the, well, that's just a coincidence or that's a this or that's a that. Mm. I'm like, I don't know. I think, you know, it's, it is kind of how open are you to it? Um, yeah. and it can be harder for logical types, of course, to embrace that. Um, so I just think to myself, well, I don't know. If it's not for you, it's not for you, but it's probably still there for you. Right. Yeah. And it's nice, even though there's like my dad, he's a, 
the older generation. Um, and he'll say, it's a, and synchronicities happen to him all, all the time. time. Right. And he, but right. the thing that's beautiful is that he recognizes it, but it's funny because every time he's like, wasn't that a funny coincidence? <laughs> 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 Pops, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just a bridge too far, I think, for, sometimes right. for the older. Although, yeah. Yeah, I know. It all depends. Like, there's some timeless people or, you know. But anyway, all that to me, it gives me so much hope in knowing. um, Well, I'll give a little backstory on how I came into synchronicity. So, synchronicity started happening for me um, when I was trying to get pregnant. I'm sure, again, like Mm -hmm. everyone, they were already happening. But I had a really, really tough time conceiving, going through infertility treatment. Um, lots of surgeries even before that for issues I had. Uh, it was just, it was just so challenging. And then everything went right. I got pregnant. I had triplets. I had, you know, two girls and a boy. And I thought everything I had ever wanted was going to come true here at the age of, I guess I was 30 at that time. And, and then everything went wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's like that. I, I always think like emotionally, it's kind of that scene of, um, Fantine in Les Miserables when she says, and she says, and then it all went wrong. Oh. And, you know, that's how that felt at that time. My water breaking early with my kiddos and delivering early. Um, losing one at birth, losing the other one at nine months to complications from really severe prematurity. And then having my surviving daughter who had special needs challenges. So there was a lot of trauma going on. And a lot of, consequently, when you have a lot of trauma, you have a lot of need for healing. So I think as those experiences were happening to me and within my family, right, I, my grief was so intense. And one of my beliefs, which I've heard other um, people who discuss synchronicity as a topic share, is Intense emotion, right? I'm sure even on your trip, you had a really strong emotions, oh, right? Sure. And you were almost like seeking like that energy was going out, that emotional energy looking for answers. So mm-hmm. I think for myself as this young mother who was very lost in sure. so many different, uh, all the layers of grief, you've got that anger, which I think so much of, you've got the sadness, you've got the bargain, you've got all of that going on. And then we were really talking about four lives being interconnected, Mm. you know, four spirits, myself and the three of them. So I just really think that kind of multiplicity, if you will, of the multitude of of our interconnected stories really for myself brought about a lot of intensive criticisms. And that's something that I now write about in my blog. It took me twenty years to write about it in my blog. Because you know you have to heal before you can write have something to offer others that isn't, you know, just you telling your story. Um, but yeah, so, so many different synchronicities that the long and the short of it where they would come through or the energy of what I love, um, like Laura Lynn Jackson, she's a medium. She wrote a book, signs, a number of beautiful books. She calls it your God squad are like mm-hmm. kind of sending you these signals and these messages all the time. And I have just, as time's gone on more and more, I just I'm so easy for me to believe that now. I'm like, of course, it's, of course, uh, they're even funny. I mean, mm, <laughs> a sense of humor. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. your, your squad has a sense of humor. So really, really interesting stuff, but you have to experience them to believe it. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's so fascinating to hear in both of our stories that synchronicity is so directional. Mm-hmm. Even though we're not in linear time, we're just like cyclical, but it's just like, 
it's like, all right, here's the sparks problem. Right. Go ahead. Like, and what's going to open up from here? Basically. Right. Right. Well, I have to tell you, I have to laugh because I wrote that this first blog for the sync, you know, the synchronicity storyteller and mm-hmm. I wanted to do a lighter one. So I wrote about going to Nepal back in 2019 with my lovely friend, um, Jude, who was works as a spiritual advisor and she's amazing and I kind of went along on that trip as she was going and I just wanted to go along for the ride mm-hmm. so I caught this beautiful picture of a statue of a girl praying in the garden um, where we had been staying in Kathmandu and there's a little cricket on it and I thought oh that'll start with that synchronicity you know and talk mm-hmm. about how I felt like the cricket on her on her praying hands and um, long story short I write the whole blog this is last week and I thought I don't want to go too heavy. I don't want to talk about the kids. I don't. You know, I don't want to get into all of that. I, I want to. I want to keep this one lighter. And I. I go to write, kind of actually put it out on Facebook. And my husband says, "Honey, that's not a cricket." And I was like, "No, that's a cricket. <laughs> it looks like green bug, you know, on the on the hands of the girl. You can see it on the blog." And he's like, "No, that's a leaf bug." And you know, he's really funny. My husband's very quirky. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, well, I said, "Well, let's look it up and see." And we look it up, and he goes, actually, it's a Katie did. And Katie is my gosh, Satan oh that passed Lord. away. So then I was so like, well, here we go. Yeah, Open and we're like, up. Katie certainly did Aww, come on, uh, right on the trip. And I just laugh. I think to myself, she's like, no, Mama, you're going to have to write about the hard stuff. Yeah. You're going to have to write the hard stuff, and the big picture, and it's all okay. Absolutely. It's yeah. relevant, and people are hungry for it because yeah. there's so much masking behind yeah. grief and sorrow, and it's it's like, oh, well, that that happened. Life is continuing yeah. now. but And I don't think that people intend to be that way. No. But there needs to be a space for that, right. 100%. Yeah, a space to feel comfortable. That's what I realized is I why I, I started to platform and, and do this blog and kind of want to do um, my my work as in joymyvdiaz, if you will, .com. Because I, I thought I didn't have someone to talk to who was like me. I was mm. very, very fortunate when I lost my kiddos and was in that grieving process because my my daughter passed away in hospice at home and the hospice it was the only hospice in the state um, that provided hospice wow. to children. Yeah, I didn't know that until years later. I, I um, did some task force work around supporting um, more access for families um, in this scenario. But they sent the hospice chaplain to my home it seems like every week. It probably wasn't every week as time went on, but for a year. Yeah. And she ultimately was able to share with me how oh, I get signs too that I was waiting to see the right time to tell you. Oh, and I had like a perfect parent. right, right, nice. and that had really motivated her going into that work as well. So there's just not a lot of place for. Right. I mean, you know, we both worked as nurses. I certainly did not get too much into the spiritual and out of a red line it's a like, right yeah. it's a boundary line and mm-hmm. it should be a boundary line because you don't want right. to like put your beliefs onto families or people feeling their situations yeah i, I want to share that there's a book called braiding sweetgrass by oh, Robin I know. Yep, yes. love that book. and she oh my word she she broke my world and like in like the best possible way when she says how science omits spirit and I was like, oh, my word. And that goes with the Western medical model. And that's why I couldn't continue down that path, just as like a side note. But it was just like, so 
that's just leaning into what you're saying. Interesting. About, yeah. Oh, I love you said that. I mean, I, we could share the same view. Yeah. yeah. I really couldn't continue on in nursing. It was painful, of course, because we had spent so much time in the hospital of with my daughter, but also it, yeah. Yeah, I thought I have all this spiritual, I feel Undertone. so imbued, right, yeah. with it now, and I really can't go back to It's where, a big part of who we are, yes, I would say. Yes, yes. And once you go through that open door. <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah, you were, like, initiated. That was some sort of initiation, <laughs> even though. I suppose. It's, like, yeah. terrible, like, absolutely painful. I always think, oh, yes, thank you for acknowledging. Um, absolutely. I always tried to stay humble with it because I almost think, you know, and that could be a, a topic I think of, of maybe our next podcast is the concept of manifestation. Because I, mm-hmm. I hear that so much more comfortably discussed in your generation than in mine. And I think that's really just a, a representation of our ages and things like that. But, and that it's been in the culture longer for your generation than mine. But this like need to be really humble. Like I don't just think mm-hmm. we like snap a finger and create things. I think that there's much larger things in play. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's real pain in the world and there's real suffering and Absolutely. if we could just manifest things being better that would happen so I think it's it's a very careful consideration when we talk about these kind of Absolutely. energetic concepts definitely and when considering the collective right now and how much strife there's been in the past couple of years and conflict and just right. like this tension and pressure the inverse of it is in reality too and I feel like that what's been born of it as Phoenix from the planes, so to say, is the um, acceleration of like the awareness to right. manifestation and synchronicity right. and like that guiding the way. So there is always hope in the midst yeah. of this adversity. So I, my theory is that I feel like we're seeing it more quite possibly because you know, we have had so much that we've needed to collectively heal from, but also mm-hmm. we're, we're staring down a, a frightening future with global mm-hmm. warming. And so I yeah. do believe we're dismantling of the healthcare system and schooling. So and many things and wild. So if we operate under the premise that we're very loved, which I believe we're very loved, um, it would make sense to me that we're, possibly getting some guidance on how yes, to how to like navigate this and um be okay and those are huge questions but I, it's not lost on me from a spiritual perspective that i believe that that's happening. absolutely and i would lean back into what we were saying about the Tao being like a form of synchronicity in the sense of just as a collective, if we practiced non-doing and mm-hmm. reserving and just kind of being still with ourselves more and more and more and more, and this is a big thing that I speak on with Jenny Plays the Gong and the varying retreats that I offer in, uh, in yoga specifically, is um, when we are able to stop and be still and reflect, that reflection, as the more specific we get, the mm-hmm. more we're going to be able to manifest and it's not from a place of seeking and doing and forcing and aiming it's more just like letting it come to you but so and just kind of pulling that piece of the non-doing and also sustainability for the planet as a result Mm -hmm. of that you know less heat (laughs) yeah yeah that is really interesting so i i think i i find it um I guess maybe there's a yin and yang aspect to synchronicity because I do think, mm. so you're describing a very yin perspective to me of receiving and allowing. 
Um, but I also think if you're seeking and you're reaching out, that's why prayer so often feels like you can mm. be connected to so that happening. Um, or that energy of, like I said, when I was grieving or people are grieving, grieving anything, grieving a person, grieving a situation, grieving, you know, there, that's a, a reach out, if you will, sure. for help, for support, for love, for guidance. And so there can be young aspects to it that's, as well. That's a really good point. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, speaking more to my personal gear towards it. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Love it, love it. Oh, this was so fun to be able to talk about. I mean, it's heavy subject matter, but yeah, but it's, it's real life, you and know? it's beautiful too. It really so. is. Well, thanks for tuning in, and then next week maybe we'll talk a little bit more about on our next podcast about the concept of manifestation. Absolutely. All right, thanks, and take good care. Take care.